0: Uh, we started a series last week entitled The Blessed Life, and as we started that series, we began to discover what the blessed life looks like. Now, for a lot of people, their, their mentality is the blessed life looks like financial provision. And, uh, and in the church, sometimes we, we push that, and that's really the way the blessed life looks, but as we discovered in Scripture last week, that's a part of the blessed life, but that's not all of the blessed life, okay? And so, if you want to catch up, you can look uh, at last week's message online, but simply put, and let me just give you these words, the blessed life um, encompasses these words. It encompasses favor, that when your life is blessed, there's favor from God. That when your life is blessed, there's happiness, that you're happy in, in, your, in your relationship with Him and you're happy in life. There's longevity, that God's going to put uh, longevity on your life. There's authority. And lastly, there is prosperity. Now we're going to be covering the money aspect at the very end of this series, uh, just because I think that all of us... Um, I was a psychology major, and when we studied in psychology, there's two things that us humans think about predominantly, okay? And those two things are companionship, am I ever going to get married? Come on, did I marry the right one, <laughs> okay? Is there somebody out there for me, okay? Now, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, but I'm sure you all went through that phase. Many of you may be going through it now, okay? And the other thing that we think about and probably think about on a daily basis, if not every couple hours, is, is money, Okay? And so we are going to cover that one at the very end. Next week we're going to talk about community and we're going to talk about relationship and so I'm excited about that. But last week I asked this question and I asked, how many of you believe that you're blessed? And so I want to ask that again today for those of you uh, that are maybe weren't here last week, but just give me, just raise your hand if you'd say, yeah, I believe I'm blessed. Okay? Fantastic. I, I believe you are too. Then I asked this question and a lot, a lot less hands went up because I don't know if they thought it was a trick question or is it bad to desire this, but I asked, how many of you want to be more blessed? Raise your hand, okay? And, and fewer, hands, fewer hands went up last week, much like they did this week. And I, I don't know why that is, but like I said last week, I'll take your blessing as well. Praise God, okay? Well, today we're going to talk about one of the greatest principles that we can live by in our life. Not the greatest, but one of the greatest principles that I believe that if we live according to this principle, that we can see more blessings in our life. Now, remember, those blessings are not just financial, but those blessings cover all the things that we talked about last week let's read acts 20 verse 35 acts 20 verse 35 says this this is paul and this is one of his last words he's leaving and it says this in all things i have shown you that by working hard in this way we must help the weak now listen this and remember the words of the lord jesus He's saying, look, I've modeled for you a lot of different things, but here's some things I really want you to remember. Remember the words of the Lord Jesus to say how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So maybe the blessed life doesn't look like me receiving. Maybe the blessed life looks like me giving. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Now go with me over to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, we're going to read verses 27 through 35. Starting in verse 27. It says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. Okay, and then that's not talking about your backside either, okay? Okay, it's talking about the other, anyway, all right. Offer the other cheek. See, some of you are getting it over there now. You're like, oh, I get it. Verse 30, give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. As you wish that others would do to you. Do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is it to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners. To get back to the same amount. But love your enemies and do good. And lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High. For He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Verse 37. Judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Running over. Will be put into your lap, for with the measure that you use, it'll be measured back to you. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word today. God, we thank you that your word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. God, I pray that in the next few moments that that word that is alive would would come to our hearts, God, and just, just correct us in areas we need to be corrected, challenge us in areas we need to be challenged, and encourage us in areas we need to be encouraged. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 There was a mom who wanted to teach her, her daughter a, a moral lesson, so on the way to church, the mom gave her daughter a quarter and gave her a dollar. Now she gave it to her, she just said, you know, you choose which one you want to put into the offering plate. So at church, you know, the girl's sitting there and she drops on the offering plate. After the service, the, the mom on the way home says, honey, so, so which one did you drop into the offering plate? And the daughter looks at her mom and says, well, mom, I, I was ready to give my dollar and I was going to put in the offering plate. But right before I dropped it in, the pastor said, you should be a cheerful giver. So I knew by dropping the quarter in, I'd be a lot more cheerful in the end. Come on. You know, a lot of us think about giving in that way. We don't, we don't necessarily think about giving from, from a true biblical perspective, although in Corinthians it talks about a cheerful giver, so let us purpose in our hearts how we're going to give or what we're going to give, and we'll talk about that another time in its context, But a lot of us give looking at how it benefits us and looking at what we're going to receive. But we're going to discover some things about giving today that that giving just isn't a good idea. It's not just something God wants you to do, but that giving is literally living the Christian life. That giving is the life that God wants you and I to live. Give. It's one of the greatest principles that if you apply, and I believe this on my heart, if you grasp onto it and you begin to apply it to your life, I believe that you'll begin to see the blessings of God more in your life. Now remember, if you keep going back to financial blessings, go back, watch last week's message. The blessing, even as Caleb was talking about today, the blessing isn't always I give this and I get back in return. Okay. It's not always, you know, I, I give ten dollars and God's gonna give me ten back, or better yet, God's gonna give me a, a hundred back. But it's a principle in our life that as we give, man, the blessings, the joy follows, man, the satisfaction follows. Now that person is blessed, and so now they can go on and be a blessing to somebody else. And so it's not always, you know, I give this and I get that that back. Although I believe oftentimes, as you do give financially, okay? The Bible talks about he's going to open up the windows of heaven over our life and pour out great blessings that we won't even be able to contain, and we're going to talk about that in two weeks from now, okay? So oftentimes when we do give, yes, it comes back similarly, but not always. I actually have a furniture blessing on my life, okay? I know that sounds funny to you, but I have a furniture blessing on my life. Uh, My wife and I had just been married for a short time, and one of our friend's houses burnt down. And uh, God spoke to us to give our furniture away. Now, we just got married, ladies and gentlemen. It's not like we're just like have this exorbitant amount of cash. And, and so when God spoke that to me, I thought that God was speaking to me to pray for them to get some new furniture. Come on, somebody. How many times when God tells you to do something, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll pray for somebody to do that for so-and-so, right? You know, I want you to move to China. Yes, Lord, let's pray for all of those in China right now, okay? And so God was speaking to us to give our furniture away. And and so for for a while there, I fought with God, and I was like, yeah, we'll just pray that someone blesses them with furniture. And God just kept saying, no, I want you to bless them with the furniture. And it wasn't like we had this, you know, we had a mismatched set of furniture, but at least we had furniture. And so, man, we called our friend up and said, look, man, we're so sorry about your house that burned down. We know that you're in need right now. I said, you know, we want to give you all of our furniture, except for the television. No, just kidding. We want to... We want to give you all of our furniture. And they were just blown away. And so they came over, man, with tears in their eyes. They picked it up and they said, what are you going to do? And I said, I have no idea. <laughs> and they had kids and everything. So they, they needed the furniture more than we did. And so we gave that furniture away. And, man, they took it. And, and within, within you know, a month or so, we had, we had new furniture. And, and we found some good deals on some stuff, saved some money. We were able to buy, we were able to buy some furniture. But I can tell you from this day, God has blessed us with furniture. It's been crazy. When I, was living in, when I was living in Vegas, and I don't know why it's televisions. God happened to bless me with televisions. I don't know why that is. It's not like I sit there and watch hours of TV. But um, when I was in Vegas, um, someone was giving away a 65-inch television. Come on, somebody. That's like the same size as my condo right now, right? And they just called me and said, hey, I-, I just feel like I'm supposed to bless you with this television. I said, you know what? I feel it too. Come on. Bring the television over right now. You know, and I'm like 65 inches. I've never had anything, you know, any television that big. And so in my mind, I'm trying to think how big that is. And sure enough, I got it there. And I was like, this is God, you know. (laughs) This is awesome. And so I got the the television. And and it wasn't too much longer after that that uh, I really wanted a pool table for my birthday. And my wife looked at the price of pool tables. She said, honey, I ain't going to buy you a pool table. I said, that's all right. There's a furniture blessing on my life. Come on, somebody. I'm going to pray. And so I I just said, God, you know what? If you want to give me a pool table, let it happen, and literally, I kid you not, um, that for one of my birthdays, someone said, hey, I heard you want a pool table, and I was like, yeah, I really do, I've been saving money, and I got some birthday money, but it's probably going to be another couple months, they said, you know what, save your money, I got one in my storage unit, why don't you come over and pick it up, it's yours, yes, so I'm going to start giving, like, cars and homes away now, come on, somebody, (laughs) just kidding, so sometimes it does, it does come back that way and that God does repay, but oftentimes and more often what I realize is that there's just this joy that happens in my life when I give. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well. So let's look at what the Bible says about giving. We saw Luke twenty thirty five 35, that, that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. In other words, there's more blessings that come on my life when I give away than there is if I just receive, receive and take. Look at this one, Luke 14, 13, or I can just read it to you. Luke 14, 13 says this, But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Why? Because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. Now that's, that's postponing our payment a little bit, but you know what? Man, when we give to people like that that can't repay, we can know this for sure, that God himself is going to repay us. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have God signing the check than man signing the check. Are you with me? Okay, because God's checkbook's a whole lot bigger than man's, right? Okay? And he can give so much more than just just natural things. He can give you spiritual gifts. Proverbs 11.25 says this, Whoever brings blessing will be enriched. And one who waters will himself be watered. What's that talking about? It's talking about give a blessing and get more in return. I give my blessings away, and the blessings just continue to come back. And that's a good thing, because God knows I'm a giver, so when he blesses me, he knows I'm just going to give the blessing away again. You can't go wrong with this principle. Are you with me today? It's just like this awesome circle that, you know, once you step into it, here's what I've learned. Some people are real skeptical, and they don't, they, they, they don't know if they should step into it, Okay? But when they finally step in, and they do, and they just begin to bless people, they see the blessings of God just coming back to them, and it gets exciting. They just look for people to bless and to give away to. I'm looking right now. Okay? Who can I give away to? Proverbs 19, 17. It says this, Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his deed. Once again, talking about that God will be the one that repays it. And that is a phenomenal thing. Acts 20, 35, we read it. There's more for those who give than receive. Luke 6, 38. Now in Luke 6, 38, so many times we, we just, because where the, where the verse lands, we say that's dealing with forgiveness. Now in the context of the, the verse before and the verse after it, yes, it's talking about forgiveness. If I give forgiveness, I get forgiveness back. Okay? Not only if I give forgiveness to somebody, like if I forgive this person over here, say I forgive Carla, she offended me. And Carla, I forgive you, then she'll forgive me in return. But the Bible talks about, when when we see the the outline of the Lord's Prayer, that if we forgive those who are indebted to us, God himself will forgive us also. So when I give forgiveness to somebody else, not only am I going to get forgiveness back from somebody else, but I'm also going to receive forgiveness from God. Why? Because God loves that when we are giving forgiveness to one another. But in the context of the whole passage of Luke 6, and it's talking about the Beatitudes, the same ones that are talked about in Matthew chapter 5. Many, many theologians believe it's the exact same thing that's taking place just from Luke's perspective rather than Matthew's. And in the context of this, God is, or Jesus is talking about, hey, this is the way you're to live life. These are the attitudes you're to have. This is the way you're to carry yourself. And when we get towards the end of that, it talks about this, give And it'll be given back to you. If you rewind into the verses we looked at today, it works with those verses. Bless those who curse you. How many of you guys love to do that one? Yeah? No. I mean, some of you, you're a liar, you know? I mean, come on. How many times when, when you're driving down the street and someone flips you off, you just feel like, praise Jesus! Love you, brother. No. You resist the temptation. Come on. You sit on your hand, do whatever it takes, right? Okay? Maybe that's just me. All right. Okay? But it's talking about give and it's going to be given back. Now this this scripture is so awesome because here's the cool thing. That when we give, whether it be forgiveness, whether it be joy, whether it be money, whether it be time, whether it be our talent, when we give, the principle works through all of our life. That when we give, look at what it says, it'll be given back to us. Now, the cool thing is, is it doesn't stop there. If it just stopped there, that would be a good enough reason to give, okay? But it goes on. It says it'll be given back to you, pressed down, yeah, and running all over, Okay, now he, here's the pictures as I was studying that, that these word pictures are this, the, the packed down. How many of you guys ever baked anything before, cooked anything? You got to use the brown sugar, but it, you got to pack the brown sugar, okay? I learned my lesson the hard way one time, okay? Because one cup of unpacked sugar is like a half a cup of packed sugar, right? The picture is this, is that God just doesn't, you know, here's your, he packs it, he presses it down so he can get more in. And then here you go. This is yours. Shaking together. Come on, think about that Coke right before you open it. You shake it up, you open it up, it goes everywhere. Press down, shaking together and running all over. God is going to give back to you. Sometimes he uses people in your life to do that. Sometimes, man, you don't know where it came from. Other times it's a very spiritual thing and an overwhelming satisfaction of joy. And, and, and there's this, this, this peace that comes in your life. You're just like, man, I love, I love giving. But the cool thing is, is that God will give give back why is that the reason that is is because giving is at the very heart of God and his nature for God so loved the world that he let us go to hell no for God so loved the world that he gave he gave for God so loved the world that he gave and what did he give he didn't just give a little he bankrupted heaven and he gave his only son, whoever should believe in him, come on, should not perish but have eternal life. Giving is at the very heart and nature of God. That's why there's a blessing on our life when we do it because when we give to others, now listen, look at, look at the scripture we just read. We're gonna go back to in a minute. When we give to others, not just expecting something in return, but when we give to those who curse us, bless them. Love those that hate us. Man, when we give, we are, we are modeling the very heart and nature of God. And when God sees that, He wants to bless you. He wants to hook you up. He wants to satisfy you. He wants to give you joy. He wants to give you favor. He wants to give you happiness, longevity, authority, and prosperity. He wants to do all of those things in your life because you are modeling the heart of God. I believe with all my heart. I believe that for those of us that have a hard time giving, and you've got to examine your own heart, for those of us who have a hard time giving, whether it be tithes or offerings, whether it be giving our time in ministry and serving somebody, whether it be giving our, you know, our talent and helping out. Maybe we walk into the church and we see something like, wow, you know that could be so much better. I could probably help out with that. But you don't do it. If you have a hard time giving, it's because you haven't been spending time with God. Because if you spend time with God, If you spend time in his word, if you spend time in prayer, if you spend time in worship, not just in the corporate setting, but on your own, you want to give because you see it's the very heart and nature of who God is. And when I do it, I am displaying his heart and his nature right here on earth. Can you say amen? Amen. Giving. Not only is it a, a way of opening up the blessings of God in your life, it is a way of life. Giving is to be a way of life for all of us. And giving in such a way where we expect nothing in return. How many times, you don't need to you know, see a show of hands, but just think about it. How many times when you give, is there this desire or hope that, man, I really hope I get something in return. Now let me say this. Not that that's a wrong heart all the time. But if it's always your heart, it can become a wrong heart. Because the Bible is very clear here that when we give, hey look, when you give to the poor, and you're going to be blessed because they can't repay you. And when you give, matter of fact, what did, what, did, what did Luke 6 say? When you give, you know, don't give, you know, to those who can just repay you because even the sinners do that. Wow. I mean, I'm compared to a sinner if that's, if that's how I give. I didn't compare you to a sinner. God did. <laughs> okay? It's the Bible. Okay? And so when we give, we need, to, we need to give with the heart of God. And what is the heart of God? Expecting nothing in return. Okay? And as we give, guess what? God sees it. Now even science is beginning to prove this principle of, of giving. I was doing some study and I came across a study on sciencecentral.com. And I'm sure whatever is on there is absolutely true. Okay? I don't know the validity of the whole, whole test, but I was reading up on the article. And the article said this, that they did this thing called the functional MRI. I don't know what that is, but they did one. Okay? They hooked them up to these, these, these brain scanners, and they had them play this video game. How many gamers do we have out there? Okay. Some of you are lying right now, only two people. Okay. And they hooked, their, their, they hooked their, their brain up to these little, little scanner things, and they had them play this video game. And in this video game, uh, they would win money. Now, obviously, when they, they won money, there was a jump in the brain activity, and specifically in the brain activity, that, that produced joy and satisfaction, like, sweet, I won money. Come on, Vegas, right? I won some money, okay? Now, I think that all of us, yeah, we'd probably be like, nice, you know, I, got, I won some money, I got some money, right? I think everybody enjoys a paycheck every now and then, okay? That's a good feeling, okay? But then involved in the game, there were opportunities along the way where they could give to charities, and they would have to give to charities out of, out of what they had. And when they gave to charities out of what they had, the signals went through the roof about a hundred times more than when they received something. Shocker. Science is proving God right. Figure that one out. okay? I think that you and I could even prove in our own life that, man, when we give, there is such a joy and a satisfaction involved in that. Give it away, give it away. As we look at uh, Luke 6, talking about giving it away, I just want to read this to you again. And I want you to hear these words. And I want you to think about what the Bible is saying. But I say to you right now who hear, love your enemies and to good those who hate you. Wow, love your enemies, love your enemies. Those that are, are hating you, those that are despising you, guess what, give them love tough one. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Yeah, I'll pray for them, God. I'll pray that you would strike them dead, right? Okay. <laughs> Come on, am I the only one that's thought that way before? Get them, God. Get them. To the one who strikes you on the cheek, offer uh, the other also. And from the one who takes, look at this listen, This one, from the one who takes away from you, weigh your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Think about that one. Here's the one that really got me this week, the one that really got me this week. Give to everyone who begs from you. That one really got me this week, I'll be honest. Now, don't come up to me and beg afterwards, all right? I know some of you are like, sweet, he's going to give. Okay, (laughs) go beg. That one hit me this week, and and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. The Bible goes on to talk about, hey guys, when we give, don't only give in a way that reaps rewards, but give to all of these types of people as well. Give it away. I I thought about this week, and I don't know where you're at. I don't know what the process is in your life, but if you're here today and you find yourself in a place where, man, I really, I really wish I had some more relationships. Give relationship away. I mean, think about how silly it is if you're sitting at home by yourself playing a video game and just, man, I wish I had more friends. Hey, you're going to find them in your bedroom. Right? Maybe you should go show yourself friendly. The Bible talks about he who shows himself friendly has friends. What is that? I'm giving it away. Maybe you find yourself in a, in a time where, where, where you're lacking joy and you don't feel that joy in your life. Maybe you should go find someone less fortunate than you and give the joy away and in giving it away Boom, it, it comes back to you. Maybe you find yourself in a, in a time of need. Guess what? I bet you there's somebody out, out there that, that probably needs a little more than you do. Maybe you, you step out and say, you know what? I'm going to bless you. And the blessings of God will return. Think about it. How many of you guys ever saw the show Hoarders? Okay. Think about it. If you, if you don't give and all you do is receive, you're a hoarder. Think about it. You blessing hoarder. Okay. Now, when I watch that show, I have never seen an organized, clean hoarder. At least not on the show, and I'm sure they show the worst ones. They probably even mess it up more for effect. But, okay? (laughs) When you watch that show, I mean, what is it, man? The place is disorganized. It's dysfunctional. It's messy. It's filthy. It's gross. That's you. (laughs) If you don't give, (laughs) you're filthy. You're messy. You're gross. Just kidding. But think about it. If we don't give and we're always receiving, honestly, think about What does that make us? I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to give anything. I want to keep that. I don't want that. I want my talent. I want my time. I want my money. I want my joy. I don't like you. What does that make you? Hoarder. Hoarder. You're going to be on that show one day. Keep on start. Just kidding, if you don't start, if you don't start giving. Are you guys with me today? Let me just give you three things real quickly, and and, and we'll be done. When should I give? When should I give? If giving really does open up the blessings of God, when should I give? If giving really does not just, just bless me, but bless somebody else, and the blessings just give, when should I give? Number one, when you can. Give when you can. Give when you can. Now, I believe this is where most of us start, and this is an okay place to start. It's Christmas time. I have a little extra I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give. Maybe it's not Christmas time, but maybe I just have extra and I see somebody in need. You know what? Yeah, I think I can afford to do that. I give. Give when you can. That, that's a great place to start. If you're going to start somewhere, start there. If you have excess and you have the ability, you now it doesn't just have to be money. It could be like, you know what? My life is amazing. I, I, I'm happy all the time and that person's a big grump. I'm going to go make them happy. Come on, everybody knows a grump, right? Not in this church, of course, but hey, go make them happy. Put a smile on their face. Give it away. Do what you can. Give when you can. That, that, that's, a good, that's a good thing. I, I, told you about, I told you about my stories of furniture. Some of them, I, there was other times when I gave furniture away. I actually had an extra couch, and, and it was just kind of sitting there. And I, I was just like, you know, I, I know the furniture blessings. They're amazing, okay? I know someone's like, dude, I saw your television, 65. Anyway. I had this couch. I was just sitting there. And I really loved the couch. We hadn't had that long. It was such a cool couch. And my wife kept asking me, what are you going to do with the couch? I said, I don't know, we'll find something with it. It's just a really cool couch. And we knew somebody in need, and I had to wrestle with God over this one. That's, that's where I was at, all right? But we had an extra couch, doing nothing but sitting in the garage, covered, right? And we're like, boom, we, we gave that we gave that away. I think about Jesus. Jesus gave when he could, okay? Jesus, man, he, was, he would be there teaching the people, and they would flock to him. Man, Jesus had so much to give that there were times that people just wanted to touch him. So the power would flow out of him and their body would be touched. Jesus gave when he could. We need to model Jesus. Start there. Give when you can. That's a a good place to start. Good place to start, but there's more. Number two, give when you don't want to. This is the one we we have a hard time with. Give when we don't want to. Give when we don't want to. Love those who hate you. I don't want to. Bless those who curse you. Absolutely not. Give of the tithe. Where's that in the Bible? I don't want to. Give when you don't want to. I think about Jesus again. Jesus gave when he didn't want to. I think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane right before he went to the cross having the greatest interaction he would have with God the Father. And there in that prayer time, the Bible says he began to, to sweat great drops of blood. It was so intense. And his prayer was this, that, you know what, if, if, I, if I don't need to do this, God, I really don't want to, so, so let it pass from me. But then he got to this place. <laughs> Nevertheless, not, not my will be done, your will be done. I don't want to, but because you want me to, I'll do it. Jesus modeled for us what it was to give when he didn't want to. Give when you don't want to. Well, I don't know if I believe this verse. I don't know if I want to. No, what does the Bible say? Let's, let's do that. Give when you don't. Give when you don't want to. This, this last week, I had an opportunity to be tested in all these areas. It's the joys of, of studying for the message. God tests me in all of them as I'm preparing for it. Now, this one isn't maybe that, that severe, but while we were up in Seattle for Christmas, it rained a lot down here, okay? And we were watching on the news. We missed all of it. We were up in Seattle, of all places, and it didn't rain one time. It was amazing, okay? We sent it all down here. And I thought about our patio, because our patio gets wrecked when it, when it rains. And so somebody went over and grabbed all the cushions off, got them inside for us. But my daughters were watching the, you know, the, the news. They're like, Dad, is that in California? I'm like, yeah. They're like, what about our patio? Because they know that our patio gets wrecked. And I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty bad. And they're like, Dad, what about our clubhouse? I said, baby, the, the clubhouse is going to be fine. It's got a roof on it. You know, everything's going to be fine. He said, but, Dad, we have treasures inside of our clubhouse. And I remembered they had this big box of all of these, these beautiful pictures they had made. And they wanted to keep them in their clubhouse. I don't know why I didn't tell them no, but they kept them in their clubhouse. And uh, they're like, Dad, they're probably going to be ruined. And I'm like, I'm, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking they are totally going to be destroyed. But I'm like, oh, no, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it, you know. They want to ruin Christmas. So yesterday came the day to, it's so beautiful, it's like we're going to clean the patio. And so we go out there, and we pull out the box, and it is just destroyed. There's like mold growing on it, right? And so I open it up, and we start to pull out their little papers, and they're like sticking, and they, they got like mold on them. And they're like, Dad, th- this one's, this one's fine, right, Dad? And they have mold on it. I'm like, no, babe, we got to throw that away. No! And they're bawling. I, mean, I would have thought they were Hurricane Katrina victims or something. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, you know, they lost everything, you know? I'm just like, baby, it's, we, can, we can take pictures and draw a new one. But no, dad, this one is amazing. I can never do that again. There's just every picture that came out. And there was like 30 of them, you know? And so I'm like, here we go. No! You know? No! Every single time. And it's just like this drama, okay? All I wanted to do was clean up my patio. But I sat there with my daughters for an hour. Get it over with. <laughs> You know, just, I put, I put a smile on my face. I was a compassionate father, (laughs) okay? And I I decided, you know, I'm going to send a take my time with them, work out the pain with them, hug it out, you know, get it all out, baby. So we sat there, and then that led to, Dad, let's go find all of our other pictures we've ever made and look at them together. (laughs) I would love nothing more than to do that right now (laughs) for the next hour. Oh, Dad, you remember this one? Yeah. <laughs> I gave. But you know what? And sitting there, I had so much fun with my daughters. If I wouldn't have taken that moment and I wouldn't have taken that time, we would not have created that memory. And that memory now will stick. Dad, you remember when we sat there and we, we found And now they're actually talking about it like, Dad, it's not a big deal at all. Now we can make new pictures. And I'm like, yes, that's what we need, more pictures. You know? <laughs> but man, if I wouldn't have sat there and taken that time I would not have had that memory with my daughters. And that is a memory that I want to live forever. Praise Jesus. (laughs) When you give when you don't want to, it takes it a step further. I'm telling you, man, the blessings are are, are measurable. Give when you don't want to. If the Bible says to do it, just do it. I don't want to. I know. There's things I don't want to do either, but I do. Okay? Last thing we'll conclude here. Give when you're in need. Give when you are in need. Oral Roberts, I think it was, used to say this, when you're in need, sow a seed. I've been living by that principle for nearly 15 years now, and can I be honest with you? God has never, ever failed us. When we are in need, I, I do it time and time again. Last last December, there was a, there was a time at the church where you know, this, not just last, last, but a, a year ago, December, there was a time in the church where we needed X amount of dollars. We had just started. We hadn't been going that long. We needed $4,000 in order to make budget. And we only had like $700 in the bank. And as I was praying, I felt the Holy Spirit remind me of that, when your need sow a seed. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, $700 isn't 4000 so we're not going to make budget. So if we give 400 away, 300 still not going to make budget. So we're in the same boat. And so you know what, I as I was in prayer, I just felt like God said, "I want you to write a check for $400. And I want you to bless another church." And so we wrote a check and we gave it away and we blessed another church. And then I got down on my hands and knees and I said, "God, <laughs> if your word is true, I need you to come through right now." And we began to pray. And we, we 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 emailed some people and asked them to pray. And, and on December 28th, exactly $4,000 came in the mail. Okay. Now, I'm not telling you <laughs> to look at your budget. And as you look at your budget, say, wow, I'm going to be short $300. I remember what Pastor Ben said. <laughs> okay. Do not take my story out of context. I'm telling you what happened for us and what God told us to do. God said, Ben, write a check for 400 we did that, and we prayed, and God brought back, okay? The principle is, is, is just walk in obedience. Walk in obedience. Are you with me today? God continues. When, when you're in need, sow a seed. When you yourself are in need of joy, why not go sow joy away? Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Giving is really one of the ultimate tests of faith. Because when I take what I have, no matter what it is, and I, and I say, hey, I'm going to give this to so-and-so, what I'm saying is this, I'm saying, you know what, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be better in their hands than it is in mine, they're in more need of it than I am, and once it leaves my hands, I have no control over it anymore, and so when I give it away, whether it's a person, or whether it's to God, when I give it away, it's going into God's hands no matter what, and he sees that, and he sees our heart, and because we're looking more like him in character and in nature, he says, wow, wow. I want to bless you. And every time, without fail, it might not come back exactly like you think, but the Bible is not wrong. When you are generous, God gives back. Give, it'll be given back to you. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive. You can never go wrong with displaying the heart and the nature of God in every area of your life. We are his children, and when he looks down on his children and he sees his children being generous to one of his other children, he wants to bless you. Are you with me today? And so you find yourself in a time of need. I do this all the time. I have even begin to do it this way. When I notice that I'm getting sick, you know what I do? I begin to think of everybody I know that's sick and I begin to pray for them. And I begin to pray for them. I learned this a long time ago. Because then the devil doesn't want to make me sick anymore. Come on, somebody. I know it's not really the devil. There's natural things that happen, but. And I give it away. And all of a sudden I feel better because I'm praying for somebody else and not thinking about what I'm going through. When my kids walk in this principle... Man, I, I, I sometimes think that this must be how God feels. When I see and I'm watching my daughters play and they're arguing and fighting and they're not sharing, I can't stand it. You go there, you go there. Don't talk to each other for another 10 years, you know, okay? But man, when they are, they are sharing with one another and giving one another, I just looked at them and I'm just like, we're going to yogurt land right now. <laughs> Partially because dad wants some, but I want to bless you, okay? God wants to bless. God wants to bless. And the principle that we apply to our life that opens up the blessings of God more and more is give, is give, is give. If you're not a giver, and start being a giver. Oh, I give when I can. Take it to the next level. Give when you don't want to. I, 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 I do that. I, there's, I just walk on the back. Give when, good. give when you're in need. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because I, I want somebody to console me. I want someone to give to me. Now, go and give. Give when you can, give when you don't want to, and give when you're in need, and watch and see what God will do in your life. Lord, we thank you for your word today. God, we thank you that your word is amazing. God, I pray that we take this simple principle, God, this simple principle, God, in your word, giving. And I pray that this week, God, we would, we would take time to walk it out. How Your eyes are closed, your heads are bowed. This week, we're gonna just do a... Seven-day challenge, real simple. Just take seven touch cards, give one away every day for seven days. It's honestly not that difficult. But listen to me. The impact you might make in somebody's life. There are some great people sitting in our church right now today. Here today because somebody gave them a touch card as they're walking in the farmer's market. And now that couple has brought other couples and family members and friends, and lives have been touched, and people are continuing to grow in their faith because of a simple touch card. Not only will you this week, as you step out and say, Man, I'm gonna invite somebody to church, but I'm telling you right now, when you see that person walk through the doors next week because you invited them, I'm telling you, there's gonna be so much joy on you. There's gonna be so much happiness on you. I'm telling you, you want to bring people to church. Why? Because, yes, you don't, you don't have to come to church to experience the presence of God, but man, when we're together worshiping Him together, wherever two or three are gathered together in His name, wow, there He is. There He is. There He is. And I'm telling you, there's something supernatural happening in our church. We've been praying for a, a little girl named Daphne. Had an enlarged tube going to her heart, it was causing massive issues. It didn't put on weight for many months. Doctors said it didn't look good. We began to pray. And without fail, God came through and that baby began to put on weight. It was a miracle. Just got report today that the baby is 100% cured. There's absolutely no more. Enlarged tube going to the heart. The baby's healthy. The baby's growing. Why is that? Is that just, is that just because? No, it's because people began to pray and began to believe that with God all things are possible. Think about It might just be a touch card to you, but it it could become somebody's lifeline. This week, it could become somebody's lifeline. Take time, invite somebody, bring somebody, call somebody, get them here. and In that presence of God, God could touch them. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. As I I conclude in prayer today, you're here, and you would say you're a giver. But maybe you, you found yourself just at that level one, giving when you can. I believe that God wants to challenge you today and stretch you and say, well, just give even when you don't want to and begin to watch and see what I'm going to do. If you're here today and you find yourself in a time of need, whatever that need is, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's relational, maybe it is financial, I want to encourage you to take it to the Lord in prayer and see what he says because he will challenge you to step out in faith and give.